0: Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, and welcome people to episode 460 of Film Bastards. I am one of your co-hosts, Mark Foster, and as ever, I am joined by...
1: Mark, you know I said last week that I wasn't going to get the new iPhone?
0: Yeah, you, you, you did you did say that, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
1: I'm, I'm going to Dynamic Island. You're going to Dynamic Friday.
0: Island. I, I'm glad that the fact that I still don't know what Dynamic Island is. <laughs>
1: Dynamic Island, baby. Can't wait. Uh, Ian Loring, hi. Uh,
0: yes, you are going. Is there various colours that you can get in the new iPhone?
1: Yeah, I'm getting the purple one because um, someone said it kind of had a bit of uh, prints about it. But then I'm going to slap it in a case. But.
0: I, 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 I always do like how uncomfortable it makes you and Jordan, uh, <laughs> friend of the show, John McGrath, uh, that, that I don't have a case on my iPhone. <laughs>
1: It's, I, they, they announced a lot following the Apple event that Apple Care Plus now includes unlimited repairs, which makes me feel slightly better. Um, but I don't know. It's just the, yeah, yeah, but yeah, but it's just, it's the scratching. Bothers me. So I've already got the case. The case arrived today and the phone arrives on Friday. Um, I'm going to go to Dynamic Island. It's got a 48 megapixel camera, which I'm going to take a lot of photos when we're in Florida. So I'm going to fucking do it up on Dynamic Island.
0: Sweet. Uh, we don't have uh, Becky with us this week um, because she's too busy getting uh, our daughter ready for university because she got to uni on Friday, which also means that my daughter moves out of the house on Friday. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking yeah. achievement unlocked, that one. <laughs>
1: That's a hell of a thing
0: it fucking is yeah it's it's amazing um yeah so
1: it's fucking wild it is it, it is a <laughs> bit
0: fucking weird um like when you when, when you've got to, like the dependence thing that says how many dependents live in your house fucking none one none, Cooper. none. <laughs> yeah well yeah <laughs> fucking hell. Uh, so yeah so but, but we do have films we have films for you. Uh, we are a Pod Syndicate podcast. Other Pod Syndicate podcasts out there are uh, Chisel first punter, His Film, Her Movie, Entertainment Landfill, Iron Sequel, Rewatch Project, and others. Um, so that's that bit um, sorted out. Go to the um, Pod Syndicate YouTube channel. There's some music stuff happening there that Mike Null and I myself will be doing on there, uh, as well as other bits that, that, that crop up on there. So that's all of the admin. Oh, yeah. uh, we also have a Patreon page that you can um, subscribe to. It's just two... Just £2 a month. That's all it is. And you get extra shows. At the moment um, we are um, doing a Apes Marathon, which is called... Ian?
1: I hate every ape I see from bastard A to bastard Z.
0: <laughs> yep. So that's what we're doing, plus just fucking loads. There's loads on there. You don't just get the new stuff we're doing. You get all of the stuff that we've already done, which is loads uh, of stuff on there.
1: And... And there have been giveaways on there lately. Definitely. Um, yeah. So, um, a public service announcement. Glenn, um, if you could respond to the message I sent on Patreon regarding the Heat and Thief double bill, that would be great. That is this coming Sunday, but this will be up before then. But I need to, Glenn, need to speak to you to arrange ticket stuff. Um, so there was that. I I um, bought uh, tickets to a double bill of heat and thief um, on the old IMAX screen in Bristol this coming Sunday. Then realised, shit, that's the day before we fly out and there's no fucking chance I'm going to be, be able to get to Bristol. So um, there was that. But also um, a ticket to the world premiere of Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio went on offer on the Patreon site. Uh, it was a first come first serve where um, someone had to tweet me saying, I'm a real wooden boy with a real hard cock. I think I asked them to tweet. Um, And uh, the winner of that was friend of the show, Andrew Jones. But you can literally look through my Twitter replies. It wasn't a fix. He was the first one to reply. So Andrew, with his big old wooden cock, is going to accompany me to the premiere of Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Uh, which uh, segues quite nicely to what we're discussing this week.
0: Which is the, not the Guillermo del Toro, the uh, Robert Zemeckis, Pinocchio! Which I've been doing that all week.
2: Pinocchio! <laughs>
0: to Zemecki uh, around the house, um, before I even watched the film. <laughs> so, she, so I think that, that put her off wanting to watch it. Which... Um, we're also going to talk uh, bodies, 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 uh, and see how they run, um, plus some what we've been watching. Uh, there's been some trailers, uh, and we've got some questions, yeah. and some 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 other bits. So yeah, uh, without further ado, Ian, has there been any film news?
1: News, 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 news. Um, okay, so uh, Venice wrapped up over the weekend, uh, and uh, i it was a surprise winner of the uh, uh, Brown Panda. Um, no, what's it called? Is it the Golden Lion or is that Berlin? That's Berlin. Isn't um, it? What the fuck's it called? God damn it, Google. No, no, no. Don't show me video. I didn't ask you to show me video, you fucker. Yeah, okay. It is the Golden Lion. So, the Golden Lion at uh, Venice... Went to Laura Poitras's uh, documentary "All the Beauty and the Bloodshed," um, which I'd barely heard about uh, prior. So that that nice. that was cool, um, and that that obviously that gets yep. that gets that some uh, some notice. Saint Omer from Alice Diop won the Grand Jury Prize. I don't think I even saw anybody review that. So nope. Um, nope. Uh, Best director went to Luca Guadagnino for "Bones and All." Which that film sounds fucking nuts.
0: Do you, how much do you know about that? Not much.
2: Not it's,
1: much.
0: I've seen very little. I've um, seen very little about it. It's Timothy
1: Chalamet and Taylor Russell. I think the, the girl from the Escape Room films, um, playing um, like bisexual cannibals on going on a road trip around America.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. So, why not? Yep, Matt Rylance is in it. Yep, that's right. Stolberg's yep. back. <laughs> David Gordon Green's in it. In it. Oh, cool. Yep, and yeah, music by Trent Razor and Atticus Ross.
1: Hell yeah! Um, look, hey, ready to see him bounce back from Suspiria. Let's let's Ooh. see how it goes.
0: Timmy Shales is a uh, producer on it as well.
1: Kind of. Yeah, it kind of feels like he's going to start throwing his weight around in that kind of way, innit? it. Um, yeah, like yeah. if you were him, why wouldn't you?
0: Yeah, fair play to him. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Uh, Taylor Russell also won the best young actor or actress award. Kate um, Blanchett won best actress for Tar. Um, Colin Farrell won Best Actor for the Banshees of Inner Shearing Yeah, kind of feels like Colin Farrell Best Actor might be something that
0: happens. Yeah, it feels like that's that that kind of came out of a little bit of oh, all right, fucking, hell. first I've heard about that, but it kind of makes sense. Yeah, all right, and it
1: it's um the thing is, as we've discussed previously, I think maybe even last week actually, he's well liked. Yeah. Like and after the Will Smith thing I I I could kind of see all right the charming Irish guy who has never particularly seemed like he's like been Oscar chasing but will be fucking fantastic on the award
0: circuit give it him give it him give it him yeah um who yeah especially seeing they they know that his wild days are past him as well um mm and yeah you can kind of i say he's well liked but also as well he's diverse he does he doesn't just do blockbusters he does like he's been in foreign language films he does independent stuff he he very much is is setting his own path with Farrell he's always interesting yeah
1: too right too right um so that is exciting and um uh Martin McDonough also won best screenplay for the of in. Comes out in October. That does, yes. if memory serves. It's October is turning into a little bit of a banger month.
0: Yeah. There's a lot out in it. It's getting strong 2018
1: October vibes. Hmm. Mm. It's um I mean uh We do this sometimes. We go through the release calendar and have a little look-see. So uh, what have we got? Scroll, 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 scroll. Scroll, 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 scroll. Scroll, scroll, Oh, fuck's sake. Selected the wrong thing. Ah! What am I doing? Right. Scroll, scroll, scroll. No, no. I don't want September, do I? Because otherwise I'd ask you for September. There we are. Select. Right. So... Friday, the 7th of October, Amsterdam, which yep. is coming out way fucking earlier than I thought it was going to. Yeah. Um, uh, Vengeance, that BJ Novak film. Um, the Lost King, the new Stephen Frears one that um, Steve Coogan wrote. The, the Woman King. King. Yeah. Uh, then the week after that, uh, Lyle, Lyle Crocodile, which uh, Lottie's pumped for. <laughs> um, Halloween Ends
0: and that's the banshees of inisherin
1: uh, out that week isn't it uh, i think it's the next week uh, the emily brontë um uh, uh bio is out that week then 21st is the banshees of inisherin um B-b-b-b-b- black adam black adam yeah uh, and decision to leave yep yeah. so that's a big one then the 28th is barbarian bros Oh, re release of The Thing. Nice. Um, And Triangle of Sadness. So, there, and Barbarian as well, case in point. That film, there was scuttlebutt about whether it was just going to go straight to Disney Plus or Hulu over here. um, Overperforms in the US, does 10 million, um, and has really, really good word of mouth, and is getting a theatrical over here. And it's a and it's a like a Disney film. I mean it's a Fox film, but you know what I mean. So um it's there is content just coming now. There's there's just there is content. Not uh, content's a horrible word, just films. Movies, there's there's just a consistent stream of movies now, and that just needs to continue. Cause like it was interesting. Um friend of the show, Adam Lowe's, um, was on Twitter the other day saying that the release schedule's been like pitiful lately and it, it and it has. Um but you know, this weekend we had See How They Run. yeah, Um and Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. yeah. Um, you know, you've got Moon Age Daydream and Clerk's Free, Nate's weekend. You've got Don't Worry Darling the weekend after that. Yeah. It Moonage
0: Daydream's getting a good release because it's a little bit quieter. And that is what people have been asking for. So please, please go and see these things because that is what, how it will happen. I was
1: so pleasantly
0: surprised to see that it,
1: it's playing the IMAX here this weekend. I yeah. cannot fucking wait for that. Like two and a quarter hours of that on a, like on a fake IMAX screen is just going to be what the Doctor ordered. Um, And yeah, it, it, it's it just it feels like there's a lot coming before the end of the year and then they, like january is going to be fucking insane as well so that it, it feels like the good times are starting to come back again and we'll we'll talk about see how they run and we'll talk about bodies 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 but those are two films that film fans like yeah. you know would uh, it would be interested in see how they run did over a million um at the box office over the weekend that's, you know, that that's not too shabby
0: my, my screen, for my, what that... Yeah, my, my screening was, uh, it, it was a half past 12 in the afternoon on a Sunday on a quite nice Sunday. It was quite nice here. You know, me and Becky had just sat outside um, somewhere and had breakfast uh, or brunch, I suppose you could call it. Um, and, you know, we were perfectly pleasant sat outside. So we were thinking, oh, it could be like, we could be solo in here. Um, but yeah, it was. Don't get me wrong; it wasn't packed or anything like that. But there was enough people there and make it worthwhile in a small rural town cinema.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it, it's—I don't. Know, we talk about this quite a lot, but for some reason, it's my bag. It, it just—it feels like it feels like things are going to be okay. I don't, I don't know.
0: It, I think I, yeah, I think that, I um, think they very much are. I. There's, there's, like you say, there's a lot coming out, Um, and not even like just in the next couple of months. I would say between now and February, (laughs) we're all right. Yeah,
1: exactly. And you'll get other things like slotted in and announced in the calendar, you know. And it it, just that barbarian thing. I thought like that was such a such a surprise. Um, I'll be honest. I'm probably going to go see Barbarian in a US cinema next week because watching a horror film with a US crowd is very very fun. Yep. Um so it. I I may well um the show after next I may well talk about Barbarian. Um but like Bros Bros is getting really good reviews as well. It seems it seems like people are, are, are really enjoying that. Um don't Worry Darling is uh, tracking to open to at least 20 million in the US. That's not a flop. And we we'll, we'll see what the second weekend drops like, but it there, there there are films making money and Barbarian number 1 at 10 million is that being number 1 at 10 million is not great, but that film making 10 million opening weekend. Yeah. That's really really encouraging. So, hey, long may it continue. If they put out the product in cinemas, people will go see it. Yep. It's gonna be interesting to see what Clerks Three does this weekend, though.
0: I, yeah, I, 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 I never expected that to do too, too massive, but it'll do. It'll do fine. That that film will not lose the company money overall, is what I would say.
1: No, you, you, yeah, you'd think not, wouldn't you? You'd think not.
0: So, yeah. uh, but we'll
1: review Clerks Three next week. Um, yes. Oh, so, in terms of any other like news, um, bum, 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 bum. I mean, not not really. I don't think because um, oh shit, David Harbour is going to star in the Gran Turismo movie that Neil Blomkamp's directing. I forgot he was directing that. Um, so
0: Neil Blomkamp's. Linked to a film and it's got a star, so when do we reckon it's getting cancelled, do we reckon April, May? <laughs> it's
1: uh, it's it's set for an August 11th next year
0: release, apparently. Cool. When's his aliens movie and his sequel to District 13 set for release? Mm. <laughs> The thing is, I like Neil Blomkamp's movies, but he is a little bit one of those who just seems to not actually be able to get his fucking movies made. I mean, I think that's the
1: reason why he's directing the Gran Turismo movie, to be fair. um,
0: I did that one demonic, uh, didn't you, that you saw that I just haven't watched because you said it was appalling.
1: Yeah, that film was rough. Uh, That film was not good. Um, His last
0: cinema film was chappy.
1: What's he done since Chappie then? He's done demonic and what else? That's it. A lot
0: of shorts. Fucking hell. And he, the thing is, he did. He did District 9, Elysium, and Chappie in like in six years between those. Um. But it felt like a long time between Elysium and Chappie. But yeah, it's been seven years since Chappie.
1: That's wild. Um, Oh, one other thing as well um uh who had uh, Rennie harlan to direct the first of a new uh, of a trilogy of uh, strange the strangers films on their bingo card what um <laughs> yeah yeah um there's gonna be a stranger's trilogy um the 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 sequel that I think was directed by Johannes Roberts of Resident Evil: Welcome to Raccoon City fame. The 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 sequel, Strangers Pray at Night, I think only came out like four or five years ago. And now, yeah, Rennie Harlan is doing a new Strangers. Apparently, this first one's going to be uh, a couple staying at an Airbnb.
0: Of course.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Um, <laughs> the Strangers, directed by Brian Bertino, uh incredibly fucking upsetting film. Um,
0: yeah, very.
1: Yeah, just super, super effective fucking horror. Um, just the like the why because you are home. Yeah, like fucking hell. Oh, uh, yeah, just yeah, very, very upsetting film. Uh, we'll see. Rennie Harlan. Lord knows what that dude's been up to. How fucking old must he be now? Uh, um, he's
0: in his sixties? He's only in his sixties. Rennie Allen born
1: 1959.
0: Jeez 63.
1: Uh, Fucking hell, really? Yeah. Hang on, what? So he was in his like early 30s when he directed Cliffhanger. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. God, that's
0: impressive. Yeah, it's not bad actually, that is it. 30 34 when he directed Cliffhanger.
1: Wow we. Thirty-one. We directed
0: Diad Two.
1: Fucking wild. Fucking wild. Good. What the the last thing he was he directed?
0: He directed Mm -hmm. Class Reunion Three, which stars no people. And then before that, he did The Misfits, which is a Pierce Brosnan and Tim Roth one, which I believe has just come out on Prime. (laughs) That sounds like content. Oh, Skip Trace um, was the last one that I actually heard of.
1: <laughs> yeah. What oh god, who was in that? Is that Jackie Chan? It's
0: Jackie Chan enjoying
1: Knoxville. That's right. Knoxville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think that was a Netflix film. It was, yeah. Yeah, wow, I think wild. We reviewed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think we might have. That sounds like something we'd watch. It's um,
0: like something we'd watch.
1: But there you go strangers um, also I've never seen one of his films um, you'd think from the reaction on twitter that um, everyone's seen all of his films ten times over uh, Jean-Luc Goddard died um, bless him died through assisted suicide apparently he wasn't ill he was just very tired
0: I can relate <laughs> I don't know
1: there's something about that where I was just like fair fucking play Like, just to go like look I'm not afraid of death. I'm too tired. He, Fuck. He was it.
0: 91.
1: I mean, that's a way to go out, though, man. Like, it if is. I, if I can get to an age where I'm just like I can't be fucked anymore, I, I, I will take whatever is coming for me rather than just breathing. The
0: thing is, I I I I've, I've seen a, a fair, not a fair. I've seen I've seen enough Godard that I can I, I can have an opinion and say I can see why people like it. It's not for me, is what I would say. There are some that I enjoyed, but overall, I, it didn't make me want to go, I need to watch all of this guy's movies. I think I started watching them around about the same time as I was sort of starting to do Kurosawa, and I very much went down the Kurosawa road and went, yeah, I want more of this. <laughs> I want more of this and a little bit less of that. Uh, do you find it amusing that uh, Twitter is completely ignoring the fact that he was quite supportive of Marie Le Pen, which was quite amusing? <laughs> Mm, I it, yeah I look the fear was like one where
1: it's like one day when all I can all I like I retire and I can just watch films day on day on day on day on day that maybe I'll I'll, I'll get to but um, the, the,
0: the, the, there is some really good stuff in there it, it's just it's not um, it's just not my it's 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 not my it's not my space
1: no but hey look massive respect to someone who goes out like that Yeah. like Fair, fair fucking play. I'm, uh, I'm not jealous, but I hope that go out similarly. Um,
0: oh, I fucking me and Bex had a conversation about this the other day, just to bring things a little bit fucking dark, <laughs> right? Um, okay. So they were, they were saying like when when it, when the the queen passed and saying, oh, she she died peacefully in her sleep, surrounded by friends, uh, by uh, family. I uh, bet you know, that that's the kind of way you want to go. I was like, I don't. I don't. I want to go in an amazing amount of pain. Just a, an awful fucking lot of pain. For two reasons. One, so that whatever I come up against, whatever version of St. Peter ends up fucking being in whatever it is that's beyond this. Um, so I can literally just go, fucking hell. Woof. And I also want the people back down on fucking Earth or up on Earth um, to be, or look at each other afterwards and go, "Well, that was intense." Yeah, nice. I, I don't want the peaceful. I want people to remember it.
1: What, like, be scarred by it?
0: Yes. Yes, when they go, okay, I was there, and they go, and they go, did you just slip off?" No. No, I fucking didn't. Was shouting, screaming, throwing things.
1: He was screaming, saying he was fucking terrified and he <laughs> yeah. didn't want to go.
0: <laughs> Kept screaming at Isabel, this should be you. <laughs> fucking hell man.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: I would have got just, just you know just just really fucking riling against it. <laughs> yeah right anyway trailers. Um yeah let's talk some trailers what we got the uh, tooth trailer for Maxine the third movie <laughs> <laughs> in Ty X series hey look
1: respect the hustle love that he's obviously getting out some creative impulses and he's getting that shit bank rolled as Jord like I I think it was George pointing it out on our WhatsApp chat. You know, it like they're not going to lose money on these.
0: Um, I think that was me on that one actually. Oh, sorry, dude. Yeah. Okay, well, that, no, I, I, could, I think the whole. Credit. I think the whole budget for them um, was yeah, five yeah, million totally for all busy. three. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Then, so I mean, you can't you can't lose. But, no, um, I, I, X has already made over uh, ten.
1: Yeah, I don't. There just there is a part of me. It's just like, right, fair enough. Like Pearl was a surprise, and you kind of wrote it during like enforced lockdown before filming X, and then you got the funding for it. Fair play, Maxine. They obviously haven't shot it yet. Um, and it, I, I am just a bit like, look, maybe just see how people react to Pearl, and, but I, I, I at the same time, I respect it. Um, I mean, the, the 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 teaser trailer does uh, says nothing. I mean, I quite liked the idea of the Maxine scene in the Hollywood Hills, mm. um, but it do, it does but, seem like yeah. something that's
0: been knocked up very quickly. Yeah, for sure.
1: Um, it, it, we'll see.
0: Yeah, I'm, I I am the thing is, I, I wouldn't say I'm anywhere near even looking forward to Pearl, but I'm not like oh fucking hell because I, I enjoyed X enough. Um, I'd possibly more looking forward to Maxine than I am Pearl. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Um,
1: right. Pearl, uh, Pearl's out in the US on Friday as well. I could go see that. I'm not going to, but... It's like, could you imagine if I just went to the cinema like every single fucking day and just fucked everybody
0: off? <laughs>
1: <laughs> just, Just push it and
0: see how far you can take it. <laughs>
1: I mean, this the, the, the cinema I think I'm going to be going to is on a, on a street called Margaritaville Boulevard.
0: Yeah. So he, he, you can just go, I'm going to Margaritaville again.
1: Yeah, yeah, bloody right. And I can drive uh, drunk drive the Tesla Model 3 because nobody cares about drunk driving in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> does appear that way. Um, Disenchanted. Uh, I mean, this is basically like Donna's, my Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> nice. Um, she That's she is so fair.
0: fucking it. I I was watching this trailer, watched it going. I really hope that fucking Donna likes this. And that it's not going to be a disappointment for her because I know she she loves Ed doesn't she? Yeah, yeah, man, yeah. Um, and I yeah.
1: Let's let's see. I'm dis I'm disappointed. It's going straight to Disney Plus. I kind of yeah. get it because it's a 15 year later sequel, but at the same time, this feels like this could be
0: fun. Big. It feels like like they they could have got enough mileage out of this at the cinema. I I, I think there's enough love for the the first one and enough nostalgia for it that they could have got people taking their like Donna going to it either with friends or taking lots.
1: Yeah, exactly, and, and that's the thing. Like, lots would would be up for this. Like, she is ever so slightly starting to warm up to films, and I feel like this is one that she would actually sit through. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah. I I I, I think it looks. I think it looks fun. Um. Maya yeah, Rudolph yeah. as as the bad guy. Good value. Um, I really like Maya Rudolph. Loot on Apple T V, good half hour sitcom, that is. Um and uh yeah, yeah, why not?
0: Yeah, uh Meet Cute, a Peacock original starring, starring Kayleigh clocker and uh Pete Davidson. Did you watch the trailer to this?
1: Yeah. Yeah, to be I'm kind of in the tank for anything that Pete Davidson wants to do
0: at the moment. Even I, am, like, I am as well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Were you watching it going? So it's spring break. Oh no! Sorry, Palm Springs. <laughs> Palm
1: Springs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very. It's Palm Springs. But I don't know. It's a New York romance movie. If there was snow, like that's the only fit.
0: That's the only other box it would need to tick for me. Yeah. I, I, the thing is, I was watching it going, going. I just feel like we've seen this before, but then, but then the other part of my brain is going, Yeah, but you wanna watch it the dirt yeah Oh yeah, I wanna watch it, it oh, looks great. Yeah. <laughs> looks... there looks like there's something sinister there as well. Um yeah, look,
1: this looks like one of the most Mark Flicks films ever made. Oh
0: yeah, without question. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um uh, Lyle Lau Crocodile. sure
2: Yeah,
0: I was like that I was like yeah go
2: on then it's
1: going yeah. to be yeah I don't know it's going to be really really undemanding and probably it, it's this year's Clifford the Big Red Dog
0: I think it's maybe a, a, the, the next notch up from Clifford the Big Red Dog Oh, wait, Clifford the Big Red Dog's fine. I, I, do you know what? I, I, I was fine. actually kind of looking forward to it, and then it just didn't actually happen cinemas wise. I did enjoy the fact that um, that it, it was like Academy Award winner Javier Bardem, Constance yeah. Wu, and Shawn Mendes. I'm thinking, fucking hell, Scoop McNary just, just can't get a break, can he?
1: What? Hang on, what is Scoot McNary in this?
0: Scoot McNairy's the, the dad, yeah.
1: Shit! Yeah. I didn't clock him at
0: all. Oh, yes.
1: mate, Scoot McNary. Yep. What happened?
0: My alter ego's in there.
1: What, the crocodile?
0: No, Brett Gelman. <laughs> oh, shit, right. Okay. <laughs>
1: Look, I mean, like it, it comes, it comes out in October. It will do well for family audiences. It'd be good to actually have kids' films in the cinema again because it's yep. been a little bit.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. The thing is, I will, I'll happily watch it to be honest. Um, right. I think we've got a couple more, but the the, the more of the biggies, I think now, aren't they? Uh, I think so. Yeah. I think, oh, well, um, I don't think this is a particularly big one. The
1: School of Good and Evil. Ooh, Pe- uh, Paul Feig's new one for Netflix. Ooh,
2: got um, to see now.
1: Yeah, I mean, hey, it's Paul Feig, so I'll watch it. But fuck me, there's a secret school that they teach good for the kids who are going to be good and evil for the kids who are going to be evil, and this is where fairy tales come from. Uh, yeah. I hope Paul Feig bought some nice
0: suits. Yeah, it was, it was we'll see. There. We, w- it's two and a half hours long. Fucking, what is it really?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: two hours 27 minutes.
1: <laughs>
0: Fucking, hell, that's a cast though, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's a good cast. Um, I, I assume they just want to work with Paul Feig. Um,
0: two hours like, twenty seven so, nice
1: Seriously, bud. Like I don't know. I mean like I'm sure it's one of those not made for me. Absolutely. But it's just like the fact that I know I'll watch it because it's Paul feig and I'm just really not looking forward to the prospect of watching it.
0: Yeah, I've just checked everywhere saying it's two hours twenty seven minutes. Fuck it, fair enough. Paul feig, it, that's two hours 27 ridiculous. Minutes. <laughs> that's too
2: long. Oh fucking hell.
0: Um Glass Onion. And knives out mystery. I mean, just absolutely. Yeah.
1: Very <laughs> a, a ready, big old of Go on then. <laughs> In it though, like it's um, that comes out December twenty third. Um, I am gonna like proper first world problems, and I fucking know I am gonna have to get up so fucking early for the press screening of that at LFF. The queuing <laughs> that yes. is gonna have to be done for that fucking thing. Jesus! But then it comes out December twenty third, and hopefully I can just watch it, pissed, because Donna will be absolutely up for this, and yeah. we can just watch it, watch it a bit pissed to usher in like the proper
0: Christmas corridor. Yeah, I I could see that oh, being a Christmas yeah. day night watch for us.
2: Oh, I
1: wonder... Oh, I reckon the indoors might be up for that.
0: Yeah, good shout. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just think that it could be a nice kind of like seven, eight o'clock at night watch of that. Yeah, I'm digging that Yeah, idea. nice. Uh, but yeah, like really like the look of it. Um, I like the fact that it, 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 it looks like... Because Knives Out was very much... It, it had that kind of um, from the the house. It had that uh, overcast look uh, to it, where everything yeah, yeah, looked yeah, yeah. a little bit. Like, it was always overcast outside. It, it looked a little bit drab, and that was the idea that you were supposed to be around this quite this old money drab family. Um, whereas mm. this one, it's bright and it's fucking sunny and it's all out there and I'm I'm kind of I, I dig that vibe that it's going for a different visual aesthetic and it did make me go ooh this is very Rian Johnson um, from Brick to Brothers Bloom it feels very similar to that kind of bounce
1: and I mean what. What a fucking success story for him. Where he goes from The Last Jedi, where people just treated him like shit. You know, and like, and it was like he was going to make a trilogy of Star Wars films, and it kind of seems like that's not happening, and like, maybe due in part to the reaction to The Last Jedi. He's like, fuck it, I'm just going to write this. And he writes Knives Out, and it's huge, and it gets an Oscar nomination for Best Screenplay. um, And then Netflix are like, here's $400 million you know and like that guy is absolutely making bank on his own fucking terms and who the you know you'd think the brothers bloom would have been a success enough for him that it's like he basically got a relative blank check to to do that and then bang knives out glass onion and whatever this next one's going to be and like daniel craig's just like i will make films with this guy for the rest of my fucking life please Yep. And it's just like, yeah, let's have another
0: 30 years of Benoit Blanc films. Yeah. He, he, yeah he Don't said, to said, said no matter what now, if, if he wants to, until he says he wants to stop doing them, that's it. I'll keep doing them. And and,
1: and, and that's it. He can't, like, with with Bond, it was like it was the physical toll, which yeah. is you know, absolutely fair enough. With this, he just gets to play.
0: Well, that's it. It's the same as Batista said that he that that the Guardians Three is the last time he's playing uh, Drax. He said because he, he literally he doesn't want to have to work out six hours a day every yeah. day, <laughs> and that he's he, he's going to be in his fifties and it's going to look ridiculous.
1: So instead, he's just going to do character actor bits where he gets the and
0: yeah Fat fucking it's an,
1: nice yeah great fucking position to
0: be in yep um ooh the fablemans uh
1: yeah i i, I mean the the trailer i what so i i came out of the cinema of watching another spielberg film which i'll talk about later went into the, the 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 Costa in the Cardiff Odeon cuz I had about a half hour between that and bodies 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 grabbed a coffee saw this had popped up watched it on my phone and I was basically getting chills just watching the fucking thing on my phone um which
0: is which, I'm so which, glad Spielberg
1: Yeah yeah exactly I'm so glad Spielberg's come out and said like I'm not planning on retiring cuz Fuck me! Does this look like he's planning on uh, on retiring and going out with a fucking swing?
0: Yeah, no, he, he, he's he's very much one of those where he'll he'll just keep making movies until he he literally can't. The whole like what Scott says, he said if I die halfway through a film making a film, that's the way I want to go.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it, I I I thought it was a great mini movie in its own right. This trailer, to be honest, I think it looks great. What do you think?
0: yeah it, it, it's i it, i like the fact that it looks a lot more when it was there's a lot coming out saying oh, it, it's partially autobiographical uh etc etc I, I was thinking right but how much is that going to be sort of come across then when you watch the trailer you're going oh no it, it, it's it's spielberg not just wanting to because he is a storyteller it, it, but he doesn't often write the stories um, mm. But he's definitely wanting to kind of tell. I don't think exactly his story, but he's wanting to. He's wanting to tell you why he loves movies, or why why movies made him the person he is. And that's that's pretty fucking cool. I'm I'm very much looking forward to almost Spielberg seeming like he's making a movie that's saying, look. This isn't a. This isn't like uh, when uh, Scott says made Hugo, and it was a it was a love letter to um, the craft of movies and where movies came, you know, where movies came from, uh, or Tarantino doing his love letter to you know one of the golden ages of Hollywood and bits like that. It, it, it's more Spielberg of. This is how movies affect, you know, young people, and affect you, make you obs. This is how this is how people get obsessed, in a good way, and uh, maybe that's yeah. pretty fucking cool. And it is. I think I think a lot of a lot of film fans are going to watch that, and it, it, it it's why I have a little bit of a of a thing where occasionally i have to kind of like slap myself um when i'm kind of um annoyed ah and about watching something because um, it's not like in hd or in 4k um and not all films but like films from 30 40 years ago <laughs> So modern films, yes, I can I can take that stance. But films from 30, 40 years ago, I can look at and go, oh, hang on a minute, a lot of these I kind of fell in love with watching them on VHS. <laughs> so maybe I don't need to always be as precious.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't know, there's a part of me that's just like, yeah, but you can, if you can watch it watch it better, than you should. But that's me.
0: But we didn't fall in love with 4K. We fell in love with... VHS
1: Well, says you.
0: I I I kinda of fell in love with DVD.
1: Uh fucking the shit. But yeah. I, I want fucking fuzz and grain. I mean no, I mean I'll take the grain, but it's gotta be like the representative of the film grain, not representative of
0: VHS. No, that I want I want I want I want when I'm watching something going, some prick's fucking paused this right here and just left it there for days.
1: I can't remember whether we were recording when Noel and I hashed out the uh, the grain debate.
0: I don't know. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know what recorded and what didn't. <laughs> um, no, yeah, right. It it just looks really. It, it's Spielberg doing something that's going to be very Spielberg. So fucking, the 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 guy's has got a real mojo at the moment. It made me go. I need to rewatch West Side Story. I think I watched that in a fucking grump and let it fucking affect me.
1: They, um, they were showing West Side Story on the um, on on uh, British Airways uh, uh, like like up to last month. I don't think they are anymore because I looked at it a few weeks back and was like, fuck, I might watch West Side Story on the plane. Even though it's like, I could watch that on Disney Plus whenever I want and it would be in better quality. But, it's like that just feels like such a good comfort. Right, just stare at this for two and, two and, half and a half hours. Yeah. While, while you're hurtling along the sky. You yeah. know. Um, but it's it's weird though. Because they, they they took that off. But In the Heights is on there. And In the Heights came out fucking ages ago. <laughs>
0: It's almost like they've got a deal with a cat and both on at the same time.
1: Yeah, it's odd. Licorice pizza's on there as well. I think I'm gonna watch licorice pizza on the plane.
0: Fucking eh. Like that, it's just that's I'm, some marketing like, shit right there. But
1: absolutely. But ambulance is on the plane. Oh. Um, I wouldn't be able to watch dog on the way out. It would make me cry. Maybe on the way back. Um,
0: <laughs> just, just shouting out of the window as you see, as you see the British Isles appear, just shouting, "I'm coming for your Kiki!"
1: Yeah, oh yeah, one hundred percent. Oh Jesus, yeah, absolutely. But my my plan is still either on the plane there or the plane back to watch Top Gun Maverick on a plane.
0: But uh, yeah, yeah. So going from the Fablemans to Babylon.
1: <laughs> I mean, the thing is, you kind of need to whisper it. It could be a fucking mess. I like, be. it looks like it's so much film. Busy. It looks busy. <laughs> yeah, but, but, if, if it hits, and I'm very confident that it will because, uh,. It, Chazelle's just like a director. It was like I will watch any movie he makes. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Um, made two of the best films of the 2010s, and another film from the 2010s, which is really, really good. That's it. So I,
0: I, I think I do genuinely. I think I put it in the chat. We were chatting about the other day. I do think people have forgotten quite how good Whiplash and La La Land were.
1: Yeah, I I mean it's interesting because like he bought he went on to First Man very quickly and that seemed to come out. Uh, I like it was within a couple of years of La La Land, um, and it was it, it, it's odd because that film is so press on the face of it it's so prestigey, but I've I've seen yeah I've watched First Man a couple times now I think I talked about it on what we watched but like maybe last year, and it's like just this really like introspective story but about a fucking massive thing. Yeah. And it's a that film has a really odd energy. But I and I respect it more than I like it. But Babylon just looks like Paramount went, oh yeah, okay, here is a lot of money. Mm-hmm and Chazelle was like, "Yeah, cool. Do you want a really coked up Margot Robbie in your trailer? Because I can do that." Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's a pretty, it's a pretty extraordinary trailer. That just like the 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 Paramount logo
0: gets snorted. Yep. Yeah. It, it starts with the Paramount logo getting snorted by Margot Robbie, and it ends with Margot Robbie saying, "Hey." Who wants to see me fight a snake, I, 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 yeah. I mean, film of the year, um, it, it, it literally is. Yeah, it's you watch it going, there's so there's just there's so many kinks. I just didn't even know I had no, I mean, it you watch it, and it's like, if this film hits,
1: if best picture is going to be something like. Babylon, The Fablemans, maybe Avatar 2, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Top Gun, Maverick, Tar. That's seven already. Mm -hmm. And that feels like such a lovely cross section of films. Yeah. And it feels like there's something for everyone there. And it's like, is this the year? Is this potentially the year that, you know, the Academy president's also said, we're not going to be giving out awards before the main ceremony starts again. We're not going to make that mistake again. Obviously, they're going to have to do some recalibration from the Will Smith thing. Is this the year that the Oscars finally actually becomes a bit of a pop culture event again? Like a real, like, a going concern one. Yeah. Thanks to just an insanely good breadth of films, you know, and I mean, sod it. Maybe even chucking decision to leave there, yeah. You know, like from from some of the word it's been getting, um, it could be a banger. And Babylon just looks great.
0: Yeah, it just it does. <laughs> it, it it looks it just looks mental. But I'm just I have the utmost faith in Chazelle that he can handle it but it, that kind of movie just has to lick along at a hell of a lot of pace because what that movie can't have is any downtime. And I'm... And yeah. I mean, I, that,
1: that's the thing. I think it, I think it's going to, you yeah. know, and great tag... I think the marketing's really good already because obviously the Paramount logo being snorted up thing is going to get people's attention. Mm. But I think that tagline's great as well. Always make a scene. Yeah. It's a very clean tagline and it says a lot. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah, really, really up. For it. Apparently, it starts with like a twenty-five minute party scene.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's I, I, I've read it, it, it's touching three hours.
2: Mm, mm.
0: Fuck it, I'm, I'm 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 willing to watch three hours of Robbie be cooked out of the first. Fucking right,
1: I think I think over here is Babylon and Tara the same weekend. I mean, it's it, just, it, just like let's and Tara go the same weekend, and I'm
0: very up for that weekend.
1: <laughs> let's fucking go. Um. Right, great, yeah, great trailers. I'm so excited, so fucking excited for the next few months of films.
0: Yeah, it's great. Isn't it? we, 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 we literally we've got stuff yeah. to get us for the next four fucking months. I'm pumped. So I am pumped, Ian. So let's let's mm. let's go. Pinocchio. Pinocchio. <laughs> Directed by Robert Zemeckis. Starring. Tom Hanks and the voices of, well actually the face of um, Cynthia uh, Avario Arevo, her as well Uh, Luke Evans uh, (laughs) and the voices of Joseph Gordon-Levitt and I refuse to accept in any way that Benjamin (laughs) Evan Ainsworth is a person, it is a computer generated child voice
1: and Lorraine Bracco is a seagull
0: yep yep
1: but you are right I do not believe that kid is real either
0: it's not real it's a computer generated fucking voice I do not believe it that kid apparently apparently that fucking kid is from Nottingham he's not nah no fuck off no doesn't exist it's a computer generated voice Um yeah I don't believe the lies yep Sir, so, Pinocchio. Um, Ian. Yeah. We don't not do this anymore, but I'm going to do it here. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Are you? Do you think that you're going to sit through a duller opening twenty six minutes to a fucking movie this year?
1: <laughs> I mean, the thi- I'll be honest. I think I preferred like the opening twenty six minutes to the rest of the fucking film. Um even though it was dull yeah i mean i, I absolutely um i mean uh, i i i hope not um so th- these are the other live action remakes have been getting theatrical releases you know and like the little oh the little Mermo teaser trailer came out as well and people are being racist uh, so well done people well done to humanity
0: yes um, as, as was just really just like you knew it <laughs> Yeah, just
1: fucking do it. I absolutely get that that sea cinematography looks drab as fuck, Mm. and you can't—that you can barely tell what's going on. But for fuck's sake, like saying it doesn't make sense that she'd be black. I'm not being racist. It doesn't make sense that she'd be black. Yeah, she's. There's a film called The Little Mermaid that you need to fucking watch because you'll find a lot of things don't make sense in that. It just anyway. Um... So, yeah, Little Mermaid, Snow White, you know, coming out on the big screen. Pinocchio, like, literally, I think it was last year, they said, yeah, this is going to be on Disney+. Plus. And it's like, right, okay, is it some COVID panic? Is it trying to get subscribers? And it's like, okay, we're going to tie it in with Disney Plus Day. And it just, like, it lit- I honestly, I just feel like they just uploaded it onto the server, clicked the button... And then the computer just went. Like, just shat it out in this. Like, just. your The body is just ill. It is the shit of an ill person. Like,
0: like, like, like just. Like, like that thing that Bart makes <laughs> in one of the Treehouse of Horror things. Oh, <laughs> the, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Just.
1: And there you go. Happy Disney Plus Day, everyone. <laughs> um, it's just, but it, it, it's it's bizarre. It's... Um, I mean, I my my fucking soul slightly died when Keegan Michael Key talked about how he could be an influencer.
0: Yep. 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 Um, the, right. Yeah. yeah. Go. On. <laughs>
1: no. Yeah. Go. No. You, please.
0: Right. So this was written by uh, Zemeckis and uh, Chris White's. Um, yeah. Chris White's, who is up and down. Let's be honest, isn't he? Um, in no way, at all. In not a single any possible way have this film been made with kids in mind it has been made with what a guy in his 70s and a guy in his 50s thinks that kids would like I, I
1: will say Lottie watched it with us and she had a decent time
0: Really? That surprised yeah. me because I thought kids would be bored shitless by this.
1: No, she she was pretty entertained. Like I said, she's warming up.
0: It was, the kid's voice isn't a real kid's voice. Mm-hmm, I'm not even mm-hmm. sure that that was Joseph Gordon-Levitt and he didn't just send somebody else in. I quite like Keegan-Michael Kay in it.
1: He's trying. It's just the work, the material he's got is awful.
0: Did did COVID steal all of Tom Hanks's acting ability? <laughs> um, and I it, mean, it's it just like at
1: the start where it's like every now and then he threatens to break into song and then um, just doesn't quite do it. And then you, I mean, like the conversations that must have happened there. Who do, do you think it was? Hanks said to Zemeckis. I don't think I can do it. Or Do you think Zemeckis had to tell tell I,
0: Hanks I he shouldn't they, do it? What they, what way round do you think? I reckon puts? they both just knew. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but then there was a bit in the opening twenty six minutes where all the clocks, all the cuckoo clocks that he can't that he, that he can't bring himself <laughs> to sell, one of them goes yeah. off and it's Woody who comes out and I thought, oh, ah, yeah. that's quite a good little fucking nod wink. Fair enough. And, I started, and then it happens again and another one comes out and i was like, all right, that's, yeah, all right, that's, that's, that's fucking Snow White, that one. And then another one happens and you're like, right, I get it. The fucking cuckoo clocks are different scenes from Disney films. We get it. And then it does it again. And then it does it again. And then it yeah. does it later in the movie, again. And you're like, right, we get it. We get... You've gone from nod wink... To slapping yourselves in the back... To literally waving your dick at me... It is just fucking... No... Stop it now... It's stop being fun... The fucking kid... Isn't real in any fashion whatsoever... Even the real kid isn't fucking real... And Tom Hanks... Just stop for a little bit... Please... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, Zemeckis should never be allowed to make another movie. It
1: it it does, it does feel like the filmmaking privileges probably need to be revoked. I mean, Allied was okay.
0: It was actually um, Allied, Allied what... was okay, but can I? I'll say this right. If Allied right now, if. Every single copy, or every single digital download, or every streaming service that Allied is on was removed. Now, no one would notice. Just no one would ever notice.
1: And, no, you, you, you're right. And I, like, I quite enjoyed Welcome to Marwin, but the thing with Zemeckis is. You almost want to just give him five million dollars and just go right, no, this is all the money you can have.
2: Yeah. Flight
0: flight is the best movie he has made in 20 years. And it's not like he's only made a few. He's made quite a few, but it's the best movie he's made in 20 years. And it's the only one where he didn't make some uncanny valley shit happen in it. It
1: yeah, even, I,
0: even yeah. The walk, I, it he altered what's it? The name? Joseph Godlevitz. Face. Oh uh,
1: yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He did. Yeah, um, and got and JGL did that accent. Mm, yeah. Um, mm. it it's it just feels like just such a fucking jobber effort. You know, there's there's ironically there is fuck all soul in it. Like I, I think Hanks is trying, but it's just he's playing a guy in his fucking sixties who I, I wishes for a boy and then is barely in it for the rest of the film and just like is hamstrung by the accent and by the singing, not singing. But then even, it just if, it if, even the
0: songs throughout it though, just they never mm. really get going. They're just. They, they they, they, for the once with a musical they just feel like the characters are singing for a few seconds
1: and it's it, it just it's weird that it's it's this but b- beforehand Disney would have gone yeah right. Robert Zemeckis and Tom Hanks doing Pinocchio that kind of makes sense but I mean like Pinocchio is such a massive part of Disney history yeah you know one of the songs literally the refrain from one of the songs plays at the start of Every single fucking one of their films. Yeah. Um and and then you it, it you you just get this and it it just the whole the, the whole artificiality of it all really bothered me as well. Like it it, it feels like Tom Hanks was against the green screen. Luke Evans was against the green screen. Everything else was CG. Yeah.
0: Um, but which, there's which, no which, sense of which sc- makes me go. It's not live action. It's not a live action version when everything is digitally constructed.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's like Lion King, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but, it, you know, I mean, it makes me laugh that, like, we all took the piss out of Aladdin when, like, it was, like, the cover of Entertainment Weekly or whatever, and it looked like a fucking pantomime. But then that film does look expensive. It looks like it's got scale, it's got production value. And, you know, Guy Ritchie obviously likes real locations and likes working with actors and whatnot. Robert Zemeckis feels like someone who just. Is like right. Give me a hundred million dollars, and I'll 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 play with all my toys.
0: Yeah, that's it. It's playing with toys for him.
1: And it, yeah, it. It's a really just Easy. like I said, soulless film. Yeah, and it's ugly as fuck.
0: Yeah, it is. It is. It is rough to look at. Yeah, you 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 literally want you look at Pinocchio and you go, I fucking don't like you mm-hmm like the when there's like close-ups of pinocchio
1: and it's like it, it, it's almost like they're trying to explain it away like he looks really low fucking definition because he's pine yeah and it, it it's like no that literally looks like they just did like one pass at the cg and we're just like right beige we're done
0: moving on it it, it does it it, that's the thing. This movie is a 2022 movie and it looks like it could have been made 10, 12 years ago. Uh, yeah, yeah. And that, that, that's not what yeah. Disney should be fucking throwing their money at.
1: Yeah, it, it it's a a really, really weird misfire from a director who, like you said, probably just needs to give it up at this point. What like what? What made him do this? Other than my last, my last films haven't done very well, and I need a safe bet.
0: Yeah, it for somebody who was a compatriot of Steven Spielberg, and now he's doing the live action Pinocchio, which is fine to do. Not that he's it, still a, that's a big project, but he's doing it as badly as he is, and Spielberg's about to have the to come out.
1: Yeah. I mean this is the thing it's like um Tim Burton's Dumbo it it's not an amazing film don't get me wrong but it feels like he had some ideas you know like the um the the, the, the depiction of kind of like Michael Keaton's kind of like uh, theme park world and Danny DeVito's in it giving a shit and that there is actually a bit of a sense of wonder to Tim
0: Burton's Dumbo. Yeah, um, it, it, it this has one star, and that that that's the problem. If you're gonna do these live action things, you need to fill them with people that people know.
1: Oh, yeah, I don't. I just there were it's just there were warning signs as soon as they said it was going to be straight to Disney Plus. It's just like Robert Zemeckis directed, Tom Hanks starring. Pinocchio film. I get that we're in the height of COVID and whatnot, but re- like, but actually, I think we were coming, starting to come out of the like the heights of COVID when that was announced. Yeah. And it was just a bit. Something's not right there. And, yeah, this film would have probably opened strongly and then absolutely died a death. Yep. But, y- yeah. But. Yeah. Really, really bad film, and if this is the last one Semeckis goes out on, he probably needs to do that before he fucking hurts his legacy
0: even more. Yes. Or come out with a banger, like Ian said, for for £10 and just make a good movie. Not not, not something that has to be 90% fucking computer rendered. Just tell him, you're only allowed 15 effects shots in this movie, Rob.
1: Just, but I'm not going to do the film then I, I, I don't know and it also it just ends I thought that ending was really weird as well it was just like um, oh and he never became a real boy and they live together even though Geppetto probably was going to die five years later and he just leave him all by himself the end by when you wish upon <laughs> a star yep yeah shit it's shit yeah, it is. It is shit. It's um, it, I can't remember a film that I just thought was straight shit as this for one of our main reviews in a while.
0: Yeah, it it, it is. It's just really, really, really bad. To the point of where someone I work with today said, "Oh, have you watched the Pinocchio on Disney Plus yet?" And like, "I have. Don't watch it." <laughs> oh, we were thinking about watching this week. I said, just don't. Honestly, don't. Watch anything else.
1: Yeah, I mean, like I say, Lottie was quite engaged, but it, you know, again, it's not it's not made for us, but I watched it and I, it made me sad thinking what Zemeckis has done before.
0: Yeah. Our audience, Paul. Definite shit, 0%. Touching cloth, 11%. And shit, 89%. <laughs> Yeah, there you go, yeah.
3: Um, hey, Hannah, you know, I think you really can't be a good rewatch of a TV show. Would you agree with that, love? Oh, yes, I would. Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I think during, you know, global pandemics, <laughs> storms, all of these things, it's quite nice to just sit down and burn through something that you've seen a million Absolutely times. Absolutely, nothing it? like a binge watch. Star Trek. Babylon 5. Because you could sit there for hours looking at serial killer documentaries. Absolutely. Uh, that Netflix. doesn't make you a weird person at uh, all. It doesn't. Yeah, you could watch documentaries that all seem to be about women killing men. Love you, darling. You could put off watching Daredevil for the 30th time. Harry Potter. But really, you can't be immersing yourself in the warm jumper of a rewatch of a show of or a, a beloved franchise. beloved franchise. A beloved franchise. Lord of the Rings, Twin Peaks. From VHS compilations recorded off television with the ad breaks, cut of course, to DVD box sets of Sex in the City and I don't know, Smallville. <laughs> Farscape. Quantum Leap. To giving up finding new content on Netflix and just having a comfort trawl through Star Trek for The Next Generation or Parks and Recreation. I think that we can all agree. There's a lot to be said for that. You can't beat a good rewatch. So. With that in mind, join Emma and Mike from Two vs. Panzer as we burn through some of our favourite franchises and share our immediate reactions to each instalment in both spoiler and non-spoiler sections. To do that, do a search for the Rewatch Project with Hannah and Mike on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whichever your favourite podcast provider may be, or go directly to anchor.fm forward slash rewatch project. We are proud members of the Pod Syndicate family of podcasts.
2: ever wondered what so-called family films will scar your kids forever? Put, putting four or five-year-olds in front of this movie it's like if they didn't know what death was before this, they're going to know it after it they're
3: going to know it after it and they're going to be freaking
2: terrified and they're going to be questioning you yeah. Yeah. or do you have the slight suspicion that your loved one has a cold dead heart? Yeah the Dark Knight has got like all the orphans and like oh no we're going to die they did not build up those orphans at all in my head it was like kill them then look no further the His Film Her Movie Podcast is the show for you. It's the movie podcast that celebrates the contrasting cinematic tastes of its hosts. So join Jordan and Lauren every week on their unique journey through the land of the silver screen. So if you're looking for a few laughs, some fun film related chat, then get involved. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Bodies, bodies, bodies. Um, Whoa. Go on then, Helene uh, Regine. I, I, I don't,
1: I don't claim to know.
0: Yeah, I'm going with that. Well, she wrote it. Well, oh, no, she didn't write it. Actually, someone else wrote it. She directed it. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah Delapie. This is wrote going right. very well. Yes, yeah, Great, right, cool, fantastic. <laughs> Who's the star? Amanda Stenberg, um, Maria uh, Bakalova, uh, Lee Pace, Pete Davidson and other people uh, are in there. Uh, Rachel Sennett is also there. Um, what is it the story of? Well, let's get to... I didn't do a synopsis for Pinocchio because, seriously, it's fucking Pinocchio, so everyone should fucking yeah, know right, what yeah. fucking Pinocchio is about. There's been 15 of them this year. Um, bodies, bodies, bodies. Let's Let's see how mad this is. When a group of rich 20-somethings plan a hurricane party or a moat family mansion, a party game turns deadly in this fresh and funny look at backstabbing fake friends and one party gone very, very wrong. Yeah, actually, fair enough. That that, that That's pretty accurate. That works. Yeah. Uh, bodies, bodies, bodies. <laughs> Go on, Ian. <laughs> what do you reckon?
1: Yeah, I really enjoyed this. Um, I had a very, very fun time with it. I don't think it's uh, in the slightest bit scary. Um,
0: is, is it supposed to be, though?
1: I know. I mean, it's. it's I, th- I think the it. genre is supposed to be horror. Um, no, I
0: but I, I don't think all horror is supposed to necessarily be scary.
1: Yeah, but I mean, like, I would term it more as a dark comedy, it is, personally.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. And yeah, I I really wasn't too sure how I was going to react to it because it, like, I, I got a sense it was going to be biting with the kind of like, oh, you know, you're you're silencing me and I'm triggered and blah blah blah. But I wasn't quite expecting this to be as um, annoyed with twenty um, somethings as, or just laughing at twenty seven somethings, like this film does um there is a there is like a 10 15 minute section where i was incredibly tense but it was because it's just all these fuck all this fucking dirty laundry coming out with these these friends in speech marks just yeah. basically eviscerating each other verbally um and just with when you're thinking but one of them's a killer like, what, what is going to happen? How is this going to climax? Um, but, and then the end of it, all spoilers all the time, but the fucking reveal that Pete Davidson basically stormed off in a huff and then accidentally killed himself filming a TikTok video uh, is... Y-
0: you see, the thing is, I thought incredible. that's what happened. Rick, really? Yeah, I, I, I thought. I thought when, it, when he comes, <laughs> okay. what is it? And he, I, I thought. I bet he's been twatting about with that fucking sword. <laughs> right. Okay. But I mean,
1: f- f- fair play.
0: In, 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 in a, in a, in a just. I just think that that's going to be the most fucking almost stupid answer to this this question. <laughs> but um, it's.
1: I just think it's really clever because it's like if you were in that situation, if you were those people in that situation and you just played that game and some kind of like resentments had like been bubbling up, with like being influenced by pop culture and whatnot, you would think, shit, there's a killer about.
0: Yep. You know, you, you, I think the film does a good job in making it seem like it's one person by having bits where it can't be other characters who've killed X, Y, or Z. Yeah. And so I I quite like the fact that that it's doing that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, it's obviously the kind of, like, the confluence of coincidences is, like, the fact that it's, like, that guy accidentally kills himself, that girl accidentally kills herself fucking tripping down the stairs and, you know, but a film is a film is a film, so yeah. there, there's some, some suspension of disbelief there. And I just, I enjoyed them all picking at each other and calling each other out, and I just, yeah, I I got something out of that. Um, and then Maria Bakalova, who's kind of like the secret like main character of the film, is very good and very sweet.
0: And See, she... I- didn't like her in it. Okay, that's interesting. I, I, I thought she was the. I thought she was the film's weakest link.
1: I just. I got. I. I don't know. I thought she did the outsider thing quite well, and uh, I mean, like she does have a kind of like a, almost like an artificial leg up with that, with like you know she's not American, so you've already got that kind of inherent in there. But I thought she played the more demure. Like, that kind of angle. Well, Um I thought Rachel Zenner was really fucking funny.
0: I yeah. really enjoyed her. I thought she was. I thought she was the fucking the, the shining light of the fucking film. I thought she was brilliant. <laughs> That's it. I was. I was actually like ah, when she died, I was a little bit like ah. I was enjoying her. She seemed like. Like, like like a genuinely fun person and, and one who wasn't as just wasn't as shitty as the rest of them and and she got to have one of the great fucking just jokes in the movie <laughs> and when all what going, was it but he's a vet it's like yeah he's a veterinarian
1: <laughs> mm. I, I I just like like <laughs> I enjoyed how like weirdly enjoyed how hurt she was by um the her like tutting about the podcast and then just being like <laughs> no I heard that I heard that you just uh, you just uh, and you know just the, kind of like the quiet heartbreak of you know I put a lot of work into this podcast you know it was <laughs> yeah.
0: you I want to go fucking two right you <laughs>
1: Yeah, absolutely. Have you have you seen Shiver, baby? I don't think you have, have you?
0: No, is, is is that her? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Ah, fuck, I will be watching that then.
1: Yeah, i, I think, yeah, I think you'll get a kick out of Shiver, baby, especially if you, if you like her. Um, yeah, I, I, I thought it, I thought it
0: looked good as well. Like they look, look like a the, fucking movie, didn't? I, I was worried it might look a little bit like a. Ooh, I should be watching this on a Tuesday on Netflix, but it don't. Definitely deserves no, I mean,
1: a launch. Like, absolutely. And like just like so much of it is in the dark and just being like illuminated by like phone light, basically. But I I I I thought they handled that really well and um yeah, I mean it, it it's tense, it's funny, Pete Davidson in the, the 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 scenes that he is, I thought was fun. Um I liked that Lee Pace was just playing a complete he could be a wrong and or he could just be that guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he is just that guy. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> it's it, it's like just the again, the one genuinely just nice person that's there <laughs> is the one who gets kind <clears throat> of murdered. <laughs> Cause yeah. you could say that the other ones are are all accidents um, and that the uh, Jordan is retaliation, you know, it's self-defense almost. Whereas he's not trying to attack any of them at all. He's almost kind of trying to defend himself, and they straight up murder him. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I. It was, it's it, it just it, it treads the line so well of being never quite virgin into satire, but. Kind of poking as much fun, but then also calling out the poking of fun as well. So they're not they're not too over the top with it. They're just saying these buzzwords. They don't even know what they mean. <laughs> and the fact that the movie actually calls it out of saying "stop saying gaslight." It's not even what it is. <laughs> yeah, and I. It, It
1: it was interesting because you kind of had like different generations in it. Because obviously Lee Pace is like this older guy who's just very chill and is just like ready, like happy to roll with whatever. You got Pete Davidson who is obviously a bit older than the girls in the film,
0: and then he's like more than happy to. I think him and uh, Sophie are supposed to be a little, a couple of years older than the other girls.
1: Is, is Sophia Mandler St- Stalberg or Steinberg? Yes. Right, yes. okay. That's, yeah, yeah I, c- I couldn't quite get a read on how old she, she was supposed to be, actually. Um, yeah.
0: I think they're all supposed to but, be kind of early, mid-twenties, aren't they?
1: Yeah, no, actually, that, cause I, actually I think that kind of slightly pr- proves what I was going to say, actually. So I think you're right, where... Okay, they are a bit older than the other girls, and the other girls are the ones who are throwing out all these terms. Yeah. And... You know, and, and like gaslighting and silencing and, you know, all this. And it just like the way that it's almost like the slightly older ones are rolling their eyes at the slightly younger ones. And then you in the audience are maybe slightly rolling your eyes at Pete Davidson. Just even though he's being funny, he is just like, I look like I fuck. You know, I mean, now, that bit is in the trailer, but it still makes me laugh. It's just like, that's the vibe I put out there. Like I fuck um and it's all, it's all it's, because it's,
0: just because he's jealous of the fact that lee pace is a really good-looking man
1: <laughs> yeah exactly lee pace is this tall good-looking older guy who is just chill yep. and he's almost like the guy the person that pete davidson wants to be where it's like lee pace it's just like everything's just water water off a duck's back which because they think he's a, a military vet almost has this air of like Insincerity to it, like he's gonna snap or something. (laughs) Whereas, no, he's just a really chill guy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It's, yeah, it's, it's just a really fun. It's, I think I I messaged you after it and went and said, bodies, bodies, bodies is absolute, it's utter bobbins, but I loved it. And that is it. It's complete surface level bullshit. But it's supposed to be. And it's a lot of fun. It's a fun, good-looking movie that doesn't... It it doesn't rely on being overtly shocking or or that controversial. It doesn't rely on really that much gore, really, even. Or uh, New Day. There's, There's none of those things in it. It's just... A collection of idiots in a house being fucking dumb. I, I've got
1: to say as well, there was a mild controversy where uh, there was a review of the film by a uh, LGBTQ um, filmmaker, uh, uh, sorry, critic. And then Amanda Steinberg went, basically DM'd her and was just like, great review, I'm really glad you enjoyed my cleavage. Because she was like the, the the critic was like talking about how distracting Steinberg's cleavage was, and I I've got like I've just got to say there's one scene where she's bending over a sofa and it's like there and then nothing else and yeah. it's like I'm I, team Stein. Uh, I didn't notice a cleavage th- really. So I mean I'm I'm team Amandla on this one. It's yeah. just like you were obviously weirdly preoccupied by that. Why did you? Like, why did you bring that up? Yeah. And I I don't know. That It was interesting. An actor actually DM'd someone passive-aggressively about their review. And I almost feel like Film Twitter could probably do with a bit more of that.
0: Yeah. The thing is there is, right, If if, if you're distracted by how attracted you are to the star of the movie, that's not the movie's fault. That's just you're a bit horny. <laughs> and that's fine. You can be horny, but don't use your horny guilt as a criticism for a movie. Mm. Oh. And I mean, like, I,
1: I, I say I, I say all this as someone who once called the, the film director's fright fest film unfinished, um, and then they came at me publicly about it, um, or no, someone introduced me to them. Knowing that the director had apparently been asking around for me. So, you know, I've I've had that experience of a filmmaker coming out, but actually in real life and going, what the fuck? And I'm still saying let's have more of it.
0: Yep. Yeah. yeah, I'd agree with you. Um yeah, bodies, bodies, bodies is definitely not shit. I had a fucking great time.
1: Yeah, definitely not shit. Not gonna be like one of my films of the year or anything no. like that. But, but just a uh, really fun time.
0: Yeah, solid. a solid uh, four out of
1: five. Sure,
0: sure. Uh, audience <laughs> poll, definitely not shit, 63%. Uh, touching cloth, 13%. And shit,
2: 25%. Okay.
1: Should
0: we do some what we've been watching?
1: Ooh, why not? So... A uh, few things this week. Uh, rewatched the original Clerks, which is an interesting one. Um, Clerks is probably one of the films I've rewatched. Pardon me, the most, but that it was like heavily concentrated within like a five-year period. Yeah. Since then, I think I've probably only watched it twice or thrice. And the last time I watched it was years and years and years ago, where I think I was on a bit of a fuck Kevin Smith kind of bent which I really, I like, I really, really was for a while around the red state days, even though I liked red state and I said so at the time, it, it was just like, dude's got his head in his ass. Like, what which is he,
0: he chatting kind, about? Which he Why did for a little bit?
1: Yeah. Which, yeah. Which he, which he <laughs> did for a little bit. And now he's just like, I'm just going to make whatever the fuck I want to make. And if people like it, great. If they don't, don't, I'm going to do these roadshow screenings. Cause I really enjoy putting them on. And it, And the thing is, I think I've come back around on Kevin Smith where I'm not going to like suddenly say every single one of his films is a masterpiece. But watching Clerks, it is incredible just how much of that film still works. I mean, it's. And it's interesting. I'll talk about Clerks too next week. I'm about halfway through it. And there's quite a few references to blah, 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 so gay. Like the whole mid-noughties thing of like calling things gay. Like the 40-year-old virgin, you know how I know you're gay. Mm. Which is like dated really badly. Um, clerks. There's shit in there. It's very 18-rated. But I don't really recall anything in there being offensive in that kind of way. It feels. Uh, I'm not going. I'm not going to say that like Clerks Two feels hateful because I think that's going too far. But like, there, there's there's some easy pot shots there which will a- age that film. I will say Clerks Two just in the bit of it I've watched so far has aged worse than Clerks.
0: Oh yeah, without question. Uh, yeah, Clerks I think Two. Yeah, it, it, Clerks for me anyway. And I'm, I'm going to try and rewatch them this week. <coughs> Clerks is is just good pretty much from start to finish. Whereas Clerks 2 has a good story, has little bits where it's not great, but the good story and the bits that prop up that good story um, are very good. It's the bits that are in between, that are not quite filler, but you could almost call them filler in between the story. That's The bits that are also in the background of the story, they're the bits that are sometimes not as good. Although you do have the um, the brilliant fucking, I don't know how far you are into it. Uh, so you probably should say this next week. But the brilliant um, Lord of the Rings bit where he gets the guy who likes Lord of the Rings to throw up is fantastic.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, I know. I've I've passed. I've I've passed that bit. Him, Randall, simulating the 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 three films and the walking.
0: Yeah, it's it's genius. Is, and the Randall realising that his grandmother was racist is, is pretty funny.
1: Right, that I haven't got to yet. But yeah, no, it... it but it, 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 in going back to Clerks, it's just like the dialogue is incredible. It is so fucking entertaining and so funny. Um, and just the... My girlfriend sucked 37 dicks in a row? And like, it's just <laughs> that... All, it, always makes me laugh and just like randall is just such a fucking you can't you can't like put your finger on him like it, it, it's because he's he's busting dante's balls like no one's business like the bit where they're driving in the car to the funeral and so he, randall's talking about his cousin who died trying to suck his own dick and, and like he's like you know you know you. Everybody's tried it, and Dante's like, "No, I haven't." And then he tells the story. He's like, "Dante's just like, I could, I could never reach the, uh, the blah blah blah." And Randall's just like, what, "What? What do you mean? You're trying to suck your own dick, you pervert!" It's no, just, man. it's great. It's great. Um, but then towards the end, he's talking to Caitlin, um, and then he's just like, "You break his heart again, I'll kill you." You know, and it's like, and you, 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 you absolutely believe that um they've got they've got such a nice rela- relationship Dante and Randall but then Dante is just such this whiny little bitch that when Randall goes off at me at the end it's like he is absolutely right yeah absolutely right yeah and then, and, and, I'm, I'm it,
0: so looking forward to Clerks
1: 3 <laughs> yeah I know I I am I'm getting pretty pumped for it now and just like Silent Bob's like one line of dialogue in this as well is it, it, great the whole um Plenty of fine looking chicks out there, man, but uh, not all of them make you lasagna. I'm paraphrasing, but it, it's just like, yeah, you know, that's that's, that's a damn good point. Um, but also, I mean, like Jason Mewes as well was just a fucking force of nature in this film, um, <laughs> yeah. and just like the the way that even in like there's that um, in that same scene of Silent Bob speaking, it's Jason Mewes at like fucks up his lines. It's just like. No, I got that wrong. I saw it again, and then like uh, you know, and then Kevin Smith just keeps that in, but it just feels completely natural, and it, it feels like that character. But then you've also just got Jay and Silent Bob out the back fucking dancing, and that like when it, the beat drops, the Silent Bob joins in, and it's it's it it is it is fantastic. Is Clerks? I've got a feeling I'll probably watch it again relatively soon. It feels like. One I will probably go back to more often now that i'm I'm maybe over myself frankly um i, I, I think
0: I watched it just before Colossus two came out so it was that like two thousand six, and I'd watched it a lot in like the 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 mid to late nineties um and then I'd watched it for like a good few years and then watched it a couple of years ago. Uh, and I think I've watched it two or three times since. Yeah, I I I mean I got I got the
1: VHS from the Virgin Mega Store in Salisbury like back in the day and I watched it with my um at the time stepbrothers. Um and fucking hell we laughed. And like Adam, my uh smaller step brother, was like, I dunno, maybe twelve at the time. And, like, I could almost see his life changing, him watching it. <laughs> um, And, yeah, I mean, God, what, what a fucking film. And just, like, the idea of that guy asking for the fucking toilet paper and the fucking, like, jazz mag, and then you just forget about that. <laughs> yeah. And then that kind of realisation when she comes out and she's got that fucking smile and she's like... Like playing with her suspenders and whatnot, and it's just like that dawning realization is like fucking <laughs> hell, and it's like it's gross out, but it's not like you see anything. It's just this fucked up situation. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's great, and I think I think that actress, but like I think I think she passed, away she's passed away, and it, it like that's very weird but it's kind of cool that she's like got her place in film history as that girl in clerks who fucks the dead dude you know i don't know like there's i think there's something quite cool about that um but yeah i mean clerks man it it just yeah terrific terrific fucking film really really good um Obviously, like I said I'll talk about Clerks Two next week. But I've got to say as well, Rosario Dawson really proving her acting power by actually having chemistry with Brian O'Halloran. Um, <laughs> I mean, I mean, fair, you know, fair play that that dude, like perfectly decent-looking dude in Clerks, but he's already he's already looking like me in Clerks Two. And then like clerks free, bless him. Like just seeing him on the poster. It's like Jeff Anderson kind of seems like he's he's aged, but he he's still Randall. Dante, it's just like it, it, there is a bit of me that's like life's been tough to you, hasn't it? But um I'm hey, we'll see. Apparently Brian Halloran's really good in clerks free, so we'll 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 see. Um but yeah, there we go. Um And then my other two, um, so I saw Jaws and E.T. in IMAX this weekend. Um, So what a fucking treat. So E.T., I haven't watched E.T. for years. E.T. fucking rules. Holy shit. Surprisingly, E.T., good movie. Thing is, (laughs) in IMAX, not so much the picture. I mean, it looks great, don't get me wrong, but it's the fucking sound the 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 score the John Williams score with the big IMAX sound just really cranks those emotional levers, and it's fucking powerful, and the way that the you know it, it's kind of like building up like the the, the kind of like the, the 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 military or the government like after them. And then it's not like they're necessary; like they're not evil or anything. And like Peter Coyote's got that great scene where he's just like, "I've been waiting for this moment all my life." You know, it's like, and I, you know, we don't want to hurt him, and obviously, like we we want to study ET, but we don't we don't want him to die. And when you realise that it, but they are also kind of like the bad guys because they are trying to stop Elliot. But it doesn't mean that they're bad guys. They're the antagonists, but they're not bad guys. I I I, I think that's. Um, I think that's really powerful. Like everybody wants the best for ET, um, but what they want to do with ET is 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 different. Um, and I mean, like the John John Williams score, the opening titles, and just how kind of like mysterious and kind of creepy they are, and it, it's it's not afraid to like paint ET as a threat at first. But then it it really cranks it, it the other way, and it it was just it was fantastic, and it was the non fucked with version as well, which obviously yeah. like Spielberg released that for like the twentieth anniversary, and basically immediately regretted it. Um, <laughs> with and yeah, I mean he was right to, so he, he had that, and it was it was delightful. I watched it ten past ten Saturday morning, and there were quite a few people in the screening. It was it was fantastic. It's been um, a
0: long time since I've seen that movie.
1: Yeah, it, 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 same for me. It really, really had been the same for me, like probably 20, 25 years. Probably more like 25 years, to be honest. It's, it's not one of, the, one of the Spielbergs I was really attached to as a kid, and I don't know why. Um, but it, 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 yeah, it's a remarkable film, is E.T. Um, and then Jaws. So the last time I saw Jaws was also in the cinema. So they did a re-release of it about 10 years ago. Yes. Um and uh, I saw it in the cinema then. This time uh, in IMAX, and it was terrific. the 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 quality of the the quality of it was wonderful. Um, and I mean, it's almost like Jaws is Jaws, but the thing is, Jaws is definitely not one of the the Spielberg films I connect to the most. Even though I absolutely the filmmaking is on point, but I'm gonna say the third act of Jaws think there's probably about 10 minutes in there where they're chasing him or he's just around and i'm a bit like let's go let let's just keep going let's let's get things moving a bit guys everything before they get on the boat is grade a top notch forgot how fucking visceral it is like the initial attack is like fucking terrifying, just the way that that guy like basically falls asleep, pissed on the beach, and that girl is just screaming, and then there's just silence, and he just falls asleep. Yeah. It like wow, we. And then the like the, the 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 fucking shark attacks where it's just dun 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 dun, and then somebody disappears, and then there's just blood, just shit loads of blood. It's Really, really intense. Um so yeah. Once they get on the boat, I like the interactions. I think the uh uh USS Indianapolis sequen, uh, uh speech is and, and the like the, the showing each other the scars bits are fantastic. Uh I think like the last ten, fifteen minutes is terrific. There's just there's that film is about two hours, ten minutes long, and if it was more like an hour fifty, hour 55, I think I be, fifty five. I'd be I'd be yeah, it just honestly, and I remembered it from the from the last time I saw it in the cinema as well. There's just like ten minutes or so where it just feels a bit flabby.
0: Yeah, you just want it to kind of get going a little bit again, aren't you?
1: Yeah, yeah. But it was wonderful seeing it big. And and the same for E. T. Like they were really, really satisfying watches. Right. And uh, yeah, that's me.
0: Well, I watched double bill that I'll get to in a second that I don't think um, has the same quality as, as as yours there, Ian, but I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Um, <laughs> rewatched Endgame. Becky's doing her Marvel rewatch and I said I was going to drop in for uh, Infinity War and Endgame. So I dropped in for Endgame. I, I liked Endgame for what it was when I watched it in the cinema. When I rewatched it, when it came out, uh, for home viewing the first time, it dropped down dramatically for me. I think it went from a, a four to a three. Um I'm back up to a four now. I have issues with it. I do think Endgame has a lot of issues. But then I am watching it going, do you know what though? Like I do I, it's too long. But it, it it's the culmination of like all of the rest of these movies. So yeah, it's kind of earned that right to be a little bit indulgent a little bit too long. So I'm kind of I'm all right with that. Um and the bits that work really work. I still think that the the scene and I'm glad that Becky 100% agrees with me on this. The scene where it's all of the 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 women avengers all get together and have a a big bit and it's like no you didn't need to do that. They were already important enough without you. Doing this performative nonsense um, in it. It, it, it was a little bit that w- that happened because of the time the film was made uh, that was there. Uh, but yeah, I, I I've made my peace with Endgame now. <laughs> um, it's nice. not as good Infinity War. It's just not. <laughs> but it it in Infinity War it doesn't have a hot sub time machine reference, so you know. so uh, and then a double bill that I wasn't expecting to watch, but I did watch uh, because I watched one of them um, in, in the food court, the shop I that I uh, work at uh, because I got there a few hours early because we car share occasionally uh, to save on fuel. So I watched rewatched Ted for the first time in in a while. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, Ted's kind of funny it just kind of is it is quite funny it's absurdly stupid and I kind of enjoy that about it um but yeah it's uh it is funny and Mark Wahlberg is is good at comedy is what I will say He about. is. Um, also, also as well, a, a great a great bit in it that, that I didn't notice at first. That you pointed it out to me that it, so there's a really like an odd moment that I can't not laugh out loud at. The first time where he's in where the where the, that kid where he's got to go for playtime with that kid after he's been kidnapped, and he's saying, oh, "I'm gonna play hide and seek," uh, and the kid goes. All right, cool. What's that? And he explains the rules of hiding seats. And to him. he's like, "All right, this is a game I need to wash my hands for." And Ted's like, "No, wait, that's a fucking weird question." <laughs> <laughs> and it's the, it's, yeah. just, it's just the reaction of Ted to it of, of just yeah, that is a weird question. Yeah, uh, the brilliance of casting <laughs> Giovanni Ribisi as just a <laughs> weird guy. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Following up Ted, I watched Ted too. (laughs) Which kind of takes all of the charm of Ted and then just makes it a little bit kind of nasty, but almost in a I want to see. I want to see what we can get away with, with people thinking the first movie was sweet. (laughs) Sure. And kind of gets away with a lot. You know, there's there's just some bits that you're laughing at going, do you know what? I shouldn't be laughing at this, but fuck it. I'm a terrible person. (laughs) So there's there's a bit in it where they... They go up on the roof of the building that they live in, so that they can throw fruit at, at joggers. And, and, and just yeah, they're throwing fruit at all these joggers. Going, why are you do this? And it's just ten of that wall. They're going, that's what you fucking get for trying to better yourselves. <laughs> and then the they they celebrate something by going to the improv and shouting. Just things out. And the great thing is you can't even see them. It's not like you can see Mark Wahlberg and Ted. But they're there at the improv and just shout out like we had a place, it's like the offices of Charlie Hebdo. <laughs> and just like, oh god. Oh, like you. we we had a, we a time period, 9-11. <laughs> and then we had a person. <laughs> it's like, like Bill Cosby. <laughs> Please, can you just stop? Right, we need a place. Just give us a place. Any place. We've heard from those guys. We need a place. I hate Starbucks. No, you didn't. (laughs) Nobody said Starbucks. And it's just these little, just quite mean, to be honest, vignettes that you do end up laughing at. They are funny. (laughs) They are. Um, Fucking Ted turning around to Amanda Seyfried when she says, Do I have fucked my eyes? And he's going, no, you have my precious eyes. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> that's... Yeah, that's pretty good. He's good. Um, fucking What's his name? Is it Patrick Warburton? Mm. Just him and his boyfriend just going to Comic Con to beat up nerds. <laughs>
1: I don't remember that. That sounds good. They're
0: just wandering around Comic Con just like at one point, Patrick dressed as the flea. I <laughs> the tick. Sorry, I think it is.
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah,
0: um, yeah. And like, there's a, a kid with a tray walking towards him, and he, and he just smashes the tray up into his face, and just goes, "You drop your lunch point next to." Him. <laughs> and it's just that's the reason why they go. It's just to kick the shit out of nerds and be mean and nerds. and it's kind of brilliant. <laughs> Nice, okay.
2: Yeah. I a, yeah.
0: I had, I had I had a good time watching Ted Two that, that probably means I'm a terrible fucking person and I kind of don't care. Solid. Yep. Yep.
3: Oh nice. Good work.
0: I'm a, I'm a piece of shit.
3: So <laughs> <laughs>
0: See how they run. Directed by mm. Tom George uh, and written by Mark Chappell. And who does it star? It stars Sam Rockwell, Saoirse Ronan, Adrian Brody, Reece Shea-Smith, Harris Dickinson, David Oyewa. I'm going with that. You butchered it last week. I'm going to butcher it this week. Um, cool. Shirley Henderson turns up. And fuck it. What's it about? Um, see how they run. What's it say? Uh In West End of 1950s London, plans for a movie version of a smash hit player come to an abrupt halt after a pivotal member of the crew is murdered. Yeah, kind of, we'll go with that. Ian. Um, See how they run. What did you reckon?
1: So, um... Just to say, uh, Sasha Ronan uh, apparently was going to be in uh, Barbie playing a Barbie and then um, couldn't do it due to scheduling conflicts. And I'm glad because I would have died. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, um, I liked it, I thought it was very slight.
0: Um, I I, I would agree with you. I think there's an entire section you can take out of it and make it a better movie.
1: What the bit where they think it's him? Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, it, it's it's really playful, and um, I I I I think it's relatively charming. Um, I think it's hurt by the fact that for me. So it's a a, a a subjective fact, but Sam Rockwell is being so fucking understated that I think it actually harms the character. Where by the end, I didn't really necessarily feel an arc. Like Saoirse Ronan, it was like okay, cool, she's like saved the day, improved herself. Sam Rockwell, I just did, yeah, I didn't quite see that um it's it, it's weird because it is coming out like it was coming out kind of around film festival season but it wasn't playing any festivals but it's a good cast you know and it's about the theater and whatnot and I was kind of thinking well why isn't this getting a festival run and then i think it's just like because it is slight and it's light and it's undemanding and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that i i, I you know but de- there, there's a part of me that just thinks it could it could have been better, but I'm fine. I'm fine enough with what we got.
0: Yeah, and I think I, I think I'm I'm exactly there with you. It's I had a good enough time that that I enjoyed my time with it. I do agree with you. Sam Rockwell is underused. Um, I think they. There's an easy way I think you could have made Sam Rockwell, but I think he's held back a little bit by the fact that he's playing British. Um,
1: so he's he, it's almost like he's concentrating on the ac- on yeah. on the accent so, more than his performance. Yeah, just just had yeah.
0: be an American GI that just married a British girl and stayed in Britain. Sure, I, I, and, and I think you might have got a little bit more Rockwelliness out of him, which is what you want from Sam Rockwell in this. Because Saoirse Ronan is is doing some fucking great work in it. She's really charming and really funny without ever she's she manages to be zany without being zany, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um she she manages to be she weirdly she's got a zany energy, but she's also the straight man in the film. Which is quite cool. And I I I really, I really found it quite charming in this. But yeah, you're right. It's it's very, very slight. And it's not... It could have used a little bit of polishing. Like, there's a... Because Bex, Bex enjoyed it. Um, but I, I sort of said to so her afterwards when we'd, we'd, uh, we were out for a drink later on that night and we were talking about it. I said, I only have one problem. There's a glaring, like, mistake within the movie and she's like what well so when Saoirse Ronan is talking to the um, Adrian Brody's baby mama essentially and it, it's how it's how Saoirse Ronan works out who the killer is and she says oh no she, he was having an argument with a, a tall gentleman and had told him to leave alone and stop following around uh, yeah. Effectively, but then literally later on that night, Brody is having several interactions with the guy, like he doesn't have a clue who he is.
1: Yeah, 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 and I, I, but, but I don't know. Then, it was like,
0: but then, Go on. Harris Dickinson's uh, Richard Attenborough impression is fucking great.
1: Mm. I increasingly like Harris Dickin- uh, Dickinson. Yep. He was... I thought he was cracking in The Kings, man. Yeah,
0: he's, and, he, yeah, like, he's doing that,
1: yeah. Where the utilisation of him is so clever, where you think he's going to be the lead of the film and then he's killed off halfway through. Yep. Um, like, that's such clever casting, where it's just like, oh, it's going to be fucking... Tough white boy is gonna be and it's like actually no, he's gonna be the impetus for Ray Fines to kind of get back into the fight, basically. Um, and I thought I, th- I thought that was great, and he apparently he's fantastic in Triangle of Sadness as well. Um, but yeah, here he's just he's like the film, he's just kind of like effervescent and light, and he comes out with some funny shit and he's charming, and there you go, job done. And I think that's this film. It's charming and it comes out with some funny shit.
2: Yeah.
0: It's it, it it's it's the most fucking Tuesday night like fucking chill out watch movie you can have that we've seen this year.
1: And it, it it's one where I'm I'm really glad it got a theatrical run and it's it it it, it it's opened well and it seems to be doing well. And I think it'll also have a life when it comes on Disney Plus in a couple of months. Absolutely, yeah. You know, like this motherfucker, November December time will get will get a lot of fucking eyeballs on it.
0: Mm. You know, and it, 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 yeah, that
1: that that feels really, like a good a, like a good journey for the film.
0: Yeah, really good age range of of, uh, of people watching it as well in my screening. You know, there was yeah, same actually. There, there was like. There was a group of, um, I think there was maybe like eight and nine of them. I would say were late teens, early twenties, and then there was there was like one woman who looked like she was in her eighties who was having a fucking great time. It was just there on her own, and she looked like she's having a brilliant Fantastic. time. Yeah, she was laughing an awful lot at it. Yeah, it, it,
1: it's it's some proper all ages stuff. This, you know, it, it's not at all stuffy. No. Um, but it there's nothing in there that would be particularly offensive. And I don't know, like the idea of Shirley Henderson playing Agatha
0: Christie, there's just something very funny about that. Yeah. 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 It's yeah, it, it's a good time, but like you say, it, it's very slight, but I don't think there's anything actually wrong with that. I don't think it's trying to be anything other than than that, than what it is. Yeah, quite. Um Oh, Ruth Ruth Wilson's fantastic in it as well.
1: She was good I actually I've got to say I really liked Adrian Brody. Um Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's having a good like
0: time. Like just
1: the Yeah, just the fucking the the, the cockiness of that character. Uh I, I don't know, like I thought it like that first ten, fifteen minutes or so. I I yeah, I just I really enjoyed that energy. Um yeah, I, I I don't know. I, I I wish Rockwell wasn't as just quiet and kind of understated as 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 he was.
0: You know. Um. Yeah, you, this film was calling out for Rockwell to have have a Rockwell moment. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, like, yeah. I mean, it, hey, look, absolutely solid. Definitely not shit. Oh yeah, definitely not shit. And uh, our audience poll, definitely not shit. Eighty percent. And Touching Cloth, 20%. So I, I, I okay. would say that, that that qualifies as a bit of a hit. Yeah, sure. So yeah, uh, right. Question. Well, our, our question that we put out there. Uh, so our question for you this week is, given Pinocchio is the latest Disney animated film to begin given a live-action treatment, which film would you like to see given the Disney animated treatment? Martin Pesant should... Says, does and Broomsticks and Mary Poppins, except make the live-action portions animated, <laughs> which would be That'd quite be good. good." Just that flip around. <laughs> um, and Rick what Kidd are you thinking? Says, oh, sorry. Yeah, Rick Kidd says something suitably disturbing, like a razorhead, the Exorcist, martyrs, or cannibal Holocaust. <laughs> what do you? What do what, what? What do you reckon for this one of you?
1: Taxi driver.
0: Taxi driver would be good. Yeah. See, I would. I went for Wild as Wild at Heart, <laughs> but mainly just because you know the, 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 the where they stumble upon um, Sharon Fenn and she's been in that car accident and her head's like half hanging off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imagine that fucking drawn like fucking Snow White.
1: <laughs> uh, <DL. laughs>
2: God, that'd be uh, intense.
0: Disney fucking classics, mate. <laughs> yeah. Those, those fucking VHSs with the fucking yellow all around it and just fucking Sherilyn's fucking drawn head just fucking hanging off. <laughs> <laughs> what a picture. Uh, and then questions that we had. Uh, we just got ones from uh, Rick Kidd on this one, I think. So thanks very much for that, Rick. Uh, oh, right. uh, sorry. Uh, we had another one from uh, Lizzie Go Lucky. Also, Honey, I Shoot the Kid mm. series would be a good Disney animated fodder. That's a good one, actually. Um, yeah. So it says Princess mm. Bride would make a good one. Yep. I think Lizzie, uh, Lizzie had two. She did, yeah. She said, uh, I know it's not perfect, it is, but the Princess Bride would be a good Disney animated classic.
2: Oh, sorry, you said, you yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah." a canon Disney princess. That would actually work, actually, that, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it would. That's a good shout Yes, very good shouts. Thank you very much for those. Always enjoy the responses there. I'm uh, going to get to Rick's questions in a second once I can find my phone again. Here it is. But he did send us two. Uh, who is your favourite movie monarch? Uh, first one. King Ralph. I, I, fuck it, I was going to say King Ralph. <laughs> well, there you go, we're agreed. Yeah, it's King Ralph, isn't it? It has to be King Ralph. Yep. Um, and then number two... Any recommendations for films to watch slash do as an alternative way to spend this Monday? Uh,
1: if anyone, well, uh, if anyone wants to give uh, me, my uh, in laws, and my family a ride to Heathrow Airport for a competitive rate, you could do that. <laughs> Um, no, I mean, it's it's interesting, isn't it? Because just everything's fucking closing. You can go to the cinema, but all you can watch there is the fucking funeral. Um, even though I know it's the watershed in Bristol, they're just going to open as normal from five o'clock. And it's like, yeah, fine. You know, they, it, the, the, the... The country has to start functioning properly again at some fucking point. Um, so... Yeah, why not let people watch films on Monday? Um, well, me, me, me and I Bex, almost thought the cinemas were going to close last weekend, actually, and I'm, I'm glad they didn't. But yeah. given the football fucking stopped, I thought everything was going to fucking stop
0: last weekend. Well, well, me and Bex are actually planning on on Monday, um, literally just because there's, there's nowhere to go or anything like that, and we're, we're not, you know, we're not going to watch the funeral. Um, I, I, I don't. I, I I'll put it out there. I don't understand why people, or anyone would watch it. It doesn't. I don't get it. It just doesn't compete with me. Um, even the well, it's part of history. So you're watching it so you can tell people you watched it. Makes no sense to me. Um, so we are actually just gonna just gonna hunker down in the house and just watch a few movies. Um, we when we do this, we usually end up coming up with some kind of theme for how we're gonna watch them. So. I don't quite know where we've landed on this, but we'll we'll, we'll think of something. Um, but I w- the first ones for no reason that came to my head were the National Treasure movies. Just something like that. Something that, that screams like freebie days. Just like Sunday afternoon plus movies.
1: Yeah, that's a good shout. I mean, I, I, I'd almost want to do like Well, like Con Air, The Rock, Face Off, Armageddon, Enemy
2: of the State. Um,
0: Actually, I'm seeing The Rock. It it's playing the Parkway Cinema in November. (laughs) Oh hell yeah! Really? Yeah, Yeah, you've got. um, They're they're, they're doing like this series of like it's movies that have been chosen by the staff, and so there's there is um, Lost Boys is playing next month. Um, Nice. And then, yeah, you've got The Rock the month after, and uh, The Holiday is the Christmas one. The Holiday, nice, okay. So I might go to all three of them. (laughs) But yeah, something like that, or like, I don't know, you could do like a Schwarzenegger season and do like all of the 80s Schwarzenegger movies. Something that will pair nice with just sitting down and going bang. It's good. Uh, So, what are we covering next week, Ian? Uh,
1: So, yeah, next week might be a shorter regular show. Uh, We're recording this on Wednesday, we're recording the next show on Sunday uh, as we just straight up can't do midweeks for the next few weeks thanks to me. Um, so we're going to be talking about Clerks 3, uh, and for patrons, we'll be, uh, doing Dawn, uh, of the Planet of the Apes as well. Um, so just in terms of show admin, uh, after this show, there'll probably be another show, uh, a couple days after that. But then there'll probably be a longer break. But I I I I don't know. But like there might be a little bit of disparity on when the shows are being released for the next couple of weeks. Yeah. But clerks free, pumped.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm very just I, I'm very much looking forward to the fact that it's probably gonna get fucking panned by everybody, but I am a especially the viewers universe stuff, a smith apologist. And I just—I—I I, apologise for nothing about that. So I'm very much looking forward to it. Uh, thank you very much, Ian. Oh, thank you. Uh, thank you, much, uh, listeners. Uh, yeah, we hope you enjoyed this, and we shall speak to you next week. Goodbye.
1: Bye bye.